Do you guys want to hear this fun story? Yeah, yeah tell us yeah, the fun story. So, Roll it up. So, the other night at the show, mm-hmm. at Snacks, the musical I was in, this friend of a friend is sitting there with the program, looks at the program, says to the mate of ours he's with, Ah, oh, Thomas Owen. I think I know that name. I think that guy's in a podcast I listened to. Yes! Nice. So in the lobby after the show I did, I met... A guy who listens to HW Lane. We're famous now. That's We're famous. Happening. I'm being oh. recognised by my name. Oh my yeah, god. My Jesus. name alone. But not even your voice. Yeah. What um yeah, wow. what was the dude's name? Uh his name. This is a shout out, Brayden. So shout out to Brayden. Ah Thanks. Brayden, you're a good boy. Uh, yeah, Thank thanks you for the for memories. Being a fan. So he hadn't come to it through it was just Oh, Let's fuck. do that again without the yeah. <laughs> just harder to exclude. <laughs> Actually, can we just like beep it out every time the name's in there? Like, can, can, oh yeah, that's that? fun. Oh yeah, yeah, I can definitely do that. <laughs> like, so I don't think. Oh, sorry. I <laughs> you guys, it would be. I, I'd love to see the two of you like in the French Resistance back in the day, and just like yeah. immediately being executed, like just like fucking up so bad. But yeah, I was just yeah. so thrilled. Um, yeah, that's so nice. Thanks, Brayden. Yeah. Being a great... He was, he was nice and chill. Nice, chill dude. I kind of, like, it would have been great if you'd, like, really, like, fanboyed out. That would have been thrilling. But, um, honestly, just to be recognised was... Now, you realise that, like, because he does listen to the show. So what... What is this become? What you're doing now is dragging him for yeah. not, like, fanboying no, 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 no. I'm not dragging him. This is me making a joke about my own ego and right, how... Right, right. I, I was I was like genuinely touched by the fact that he recognized my name, but I kind of wish. But in he'd future, like fall in future, over, like frothing at the mouth, like yeah. unable to. Yeah, should he right. should he meet one of his idols again in the future? You yeah. prefer that he, uh, you know, showed Show you the, the, the record. No, the what I'm really show. saying is like what I'm really saying is he's like a pre- an appreciative listener, but I like to imagine him more as like a super fan. I see. So I see. I'm not going to paint in that way. Well, I hope that's he, just how I imagine. I hope you didn't mind not having an episode last week. Sorry, Brado. Catch <laughs> <laughs> you next Friday. Yeah, he's gone now. We yeah. lost him. Yeah, he 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 needed that fix. This is a tale of a strange and dangerous world, a world known as Carthus. This is an adventure full of magic. Hardship and ale. This is a tale about a world at war and the people who are forced to endure it. From the wounds of battle come three unlikely partners trying to make sense of something much larger than themselves. But more than any of that, this is a story about how to win loot and influence dragons. Back to How to Win Loot and Influence Dragons, uh, Take Two Edition. I'm your friendly uh, repeat dungeon master, Ben McAllister. I'm your, I'm your- resurrected. Oh, friend. asynchronous podcasting! Oh, no. <laughs> oh. All right, we'll stick to the order. It's yeah, fine. Shit. Well, yeah, I guess your resurrected friend Jackson Newsard, uh, who's feeling kind of uh, uncertain about his place in the podcast now, uh, feeling like he might be getting shipped out. <laughs> I'm your. Bill Murray getting sick of a Thomas Owen. Uh, I don't know what that means. It's a Groundhog Day joke. Oh, we're doing it again. Oh man, I rewatched Groundhog Day recently. Fuck, I love that movie. It's so it's good. So it is good. Really damn good. Uh, and who are you there? 
Yeah, I'm your fresh as a daisy, ready to go again, Grace Chapel. Yeah, shit. So let's address the two elephants that are both sitting in the room, one behind Grace and one behind T. First of all, uh, if you've been if you've been paying attention to the RSS feed uh, and, you know, the Twitter, Facebook, whatever, and also if you're just a fan, you probably know there wasn't an episode last week, and... Uh, basically what happened, we did record the episode, then Jackson's audio just got, like, fucking just trash-canned somehow. We still don't know how that happened, because we've recorded other stuff since his move to Sydney, and it's been completely fine, so we don't really know what happened, but we lost yeah. it, and it's, like, unrecoverable. Like, usually if somebody's audio goes missing, we just, like, rely on the pickup from the other mics in the room, but, like, in this case, there was just no way to use it. <laughs> so, we're redoing it, but yeah. we're gonna change up the adventure so it's nice and fresh for these guys. So hopefully you still hear some, uh, excitement and thrills in their voice. I'm, I'm <laughs> determined to speak spook them with new content. Uh, on top of that, uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the fact that at least the three of us Perth people are all dusty as fuck. <laughs> we're all in the Perth Fringe Festival and there was a big fringe thing last night and we all went to it and yeah, here we it are. It ends today. So. Yeah, exactly. It was big, yeah. a big event at the local fringe bar and, and here we are, ready to record. So I've been, I've been sitting on this joke all morning. Uh, this is for, for podcast fans. You may, you may as well consider this, ep- this an episode of uh, HWA Dust. If, uh, uh, that one, uh, one worked for you, Jagger. Uh, I thought that would be good. Yeah, I actually kind of like it. Yeah, are, are yeah you, tra- yeah. you should change up the music on the way in or something like that. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I was actually yeah. thinking that we should have started the podcast. Grace and T are giving each other puzzled looks because yeah. they don't listen to the Adventure Zone. Classic. Is uh, dust a um? It's a map in Counter Strike Source. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's not that's not knife, what I was going for. Knife or any kind knives of... on dust, man. Okay, it's a classic showdown. All right, Google it. Knives on dust. Are you a uh, are you uh, are you a Counter Strike boy, Tom? <laughs> Do you have something to tell us? Look, I didn't expect I was going to come out so publicly as a Counter Strike boy, <laughs> but I. I did play Counter-Strike, like, three times when I was nine. Oh, nice, dude. Okay. Dude, well, I played I... it, like, three times when I was nine. I played it considerably more than that in high school. Anyway, let's... <laughs> <laughs> let's start this podcast, shall we? Oh, How is we... this why they call you Benjamin Aimbot, Miguel? Yeah, you? that's me. Shall we do a little recap? <laughs> oh, I'm spilling my drink on me. Oh, no. It's the dust. It's getting you. When we last left our heroes, they'd teleported into a mysterious space known as the Web. They found themselves separated. After Drasilia incinerated a giant spider and Jody and Duncan bested their own pair of nightmare monsters, the party members each picked up a strange, magical trail in the air and began following it to a point on the horizon. Drasilia found a curious metallic tube on the side of the road, which turned out to be a transport vehicle built by the Cine. She also learned that the web itself is a separate plane of reality constructed by the Cine, and that there were a number of other constructions, known as obelisks, scattered around the world to allow passage between the two planes. The Cine constructed the web such that the distances are contracted, and travelling through it allows users to cross large distances more quickly. The group reunited at the transport tube and travelled together to the point on the horizon that had attracted them. Another obelisk. There they were ambushed by a stone monster before shifting back into their own plane of existence, but this time inside their new vehicle. They promptly emerged into a small space, crashed through a wall, and were confronted with a scene of utter chaos. That brings us to right now. Yeah, again, that's what's happened. You guys have teleported through this thing, you're in a cave underground, and you've got these four fucking goblins in front of you. And they're all like, who the fuck are you guys? No, they're not, because I can't see through the tube. That's we went true. over this last that's time, Oh my god, this is going to be such a Groundhog Day day. This is an opportunity to fix all of our mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> i got to fall in love with Andy McDowell, quickly. <laughs> <laughs>
But you have to make her fall in love with you. That's the whole thing. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so what do you <laughs> yeah. guys do? You're in this tube, you're floating, there's four hobgoblins right in front of you, terrified at the fact that this fucking long silver tube is just smushed through a wall. And I believe Druzzy was about to punch it, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you know I'm going to floor it. <laughs> okay, so the way I want to resolve this uh, is, I'm going to say, this is a magic thing. So I'm going to say you can add your proficiency bonus, but other than that, it's a dexterity check. So it's a dex okay. check, but you're proficient in it because of its magical origin. Just to dry this thing. And also, I want you to tell me what you're trying to do with it. I'm trying to smush the goblin boys <laughs> up against the wall. And also, okay. I want to duck and roll out of it. At the same time. Okay. So Before give, it collides. Yeah, yeah. So give yeah. me two checks then. One to steer and direct this thing, and then one dexterity saving throw to bail out well, of the tube. What about the others? What are they going to yeah, do? Yeah, they're going to have to decide. Okay. But first of all, oh, no. okay. what did you roll on the drive check? Seven. But with your proficiency? Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Four. <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm gonna say with a seven, what happens is you, do, do you, do you hit... very quickly. Do, do you want checks from T, uh, T and I first, or do you want to like? Roll yeah, t- tell me, then... tell me what you guys are trying to do in this instance. Well, it depends on what I'm seeing, I guess. Like you're if, seeing if I Druzzy see... floor it and then try and get out the door. Okay, I guess I yeah, I would probably try and get out the door. I suppose. Okay, give me give me a deck save, Jody. Uh, that'll be an eighteen. Okay, and what about Duncan? I'm gonna I'm gonna brace okay. inside the vehicle. Give me a con save, Duncan. Twenty-two. Oh shit! Okay, so here's what happens. Uh, Druzzy slams this thing into forward, and then in her haste to like get out of the vehicle, she nudges the stick a little bit to the side. So it when it does surge forward very rapidly, it only smushes two of the four hobgoblins standing in the room before careening into the wall. Uh, in the process of doing that, Jody bails out onto the ground, and he's fine. Duncan's caught in the crash, but because of his successful brace, he's only going to take half damage. Uh, <clears throat> which amounts to uh, six, and Drussy's going to take the full twelve because yeah. she did not brace or effectively get out of the vehicle. So you smush two of these hobgoblins, and then the tube just like smashes into the far wall, yeah. and the front of it kind of crumbles a bit. Ben, I have to know, uh, me like leaping out of this moving, uh, moving uh, tube. Do I have like a surprise round on the uh, on the uh, hobgoblins? I'm going to say, even though you missed the other two hobgoblins, they were like knocked back, like they're on their backs, like amongst the corpses, and the other two are just goo. Like they've just been turned to goo. They're just they're just okay. fucking splattered everywhere. These other two are like on their backs. They're kind of stunned. If you can act very quickly, I'll say you can get like a, a first attack in on these guys seeing as you're out of the tube yeah cool i want to like fucking like just like spin through the air like flipping essentially and then like come down with my fucking <laughs> copper rod on the head of one of these fucking you're doing some some yoda shit is that <laughs> yeah dude i'm doing some fucking yoda shit it's time okay, okay. ready all right here's what i want to happen i want everyone to roll initiative and then we're going to resolve jody's thing and then we're going to get in the order so we're going to do that um, oh, I what's that one it's an 11 for your boy it's a four not for the me. most not the most dexterous uh-huh. and totals out at three yeah. Guys, I just rolled three fours in a row. Nice. On a oh. oh, dude, that's that's bingo. Oh, <laughs> that's also number you one. You win the podcast. It's a bingo. We're done here. Wrap it up. Um, hey, do you guys like how different this already is from the last time we recorded it? Surprises <laughs> abound in the world of come. <laughs> Welcome to my tail. <laughs> Step into my web. <laughs> <laughs>
Alright. Uh, oh, God. Jody, spin through the air. Which one of these are you attacking? Let's say the one on the left has like a darker, sort of greener tone of skin, and the one on the right has kind of a more orangey, browny tone of skin. Orange, orange, I'm going orange. Okay, sweet. What, what kind of roll do you want? Just an attack roll? Yeah, an attack roll. Uh, oh boy, that's only a 14. Oh, he's prone, so you'll have advantage, I believe. Uh, oh. yep, within five feet, yep. Okay, that's a, that's a lot better. That's a 23. <laughs> okay, that'll do it. Go ahead and roll your damage. Uh, wonderful. So that's four plus five. So that's nine damage initially. And then I do like martial combat. So I'll strike to hit him with my hand. Yeah, do it. On the ground. Great. So that'll be 25 to hit. And so that'll be uh, eight, another eight damage. Oh, look at Jody go. Carving a big and hole out of this prone boy. Then for my... Do I get a second attack or what's your, uh, what's your vibe? In surprise round, do you get multi-attack team? Do you know this off the top of your head? Oh, dude, I don't have a clue. All right, let me quickly look it up. I'm not sure if you actually do. Okay, um, okay, so, all right, I now understand how surprise works in this game, which means, Jackson, you do get your multi-attack, so go right ahead. Okay, um, so this is going to be, like, a bit of a combo thing I'm going to try. Uh-huh. <laughs> go on. So what I, what I want to do is... Uh, in this, like, very short amount of time, I guess in my remaining three seconds, I suppose, I want to position my copper rod over the Hobgoblin's face, prepare to jump, I then want to press the extra little jump button from my, uh, concussive rod into his face, and then use that as, like, a springboard to, like, jump up in the air, and then drop back down and punch him back in that face. I, yes, I mean, at this point, the, the, the concussive blast is gonna be your weapon attack, and then the punch is just your martial attack, I guess. Yes, exactly. Okay, fantastic. Go right ahead. Do both of those things. Okay. So we see Jody run over, <laughs> plant his staff in the face of this hobgoblin, fucking blast him, get a little rocket jump straight up in the air, and then come back down with some extra momentum with a, with a sickening magical fist. Give me, give me right. those atta- two attack rolls. Okay, so that's 22 for the first one. And the then... Rod. Do you, yeah, do you want the second one as well? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. And 25 for the next. Okay, so both of these maneuvers pay off. Go ahead and tell me... Uh, Tell me how much damage that this guy's taking. What are we saving right, because so of problems? Was it 2d6? Uh, 2d6, yeah. Yeah, nice. So that's 9 damage from the concussive rod. Oh, Jesus, okay. And then Jody's up in the air, and like I, I want you to imagine it's sort of like he's a, like a diver at the Olympics sort of thing, like uh-huh. he's sort of like tucked and rolled himself sort of thing, and then like yeah. one arm extended. I prefer extended. dance myself. Yeah, 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 yeah of course. Uh, <laughs> and then he's uh, uh, yeah, soaring back down with a single fist. Uh, four, six damage. Okay, that's Jesus. Said. This goblin is looking pretty beat, but fortunately it's now his turn. So he's just gotten fucking wrecked by you here, and he gets up, and at this point he does actually say, Who the fuck are you guys? And then he draws his great sword and goes ahead and swings it at you twice. He's got a big fucking sword. He thinks he's the sword boy. And the first one is 17, and the second that one is, is 8. So I imagine that the the one that was 17 is going to hit. You take that amount of damage, and then on top of that, because you're also within, like, five feet of his ally, the other hobgoblin on the ground, he gets to, once per turn, deal a bunch of bonus damage to you. So Terrific. it's... Yeah, uh, you, you take 18 slashing damage <laughs> as this greatsword rends through you, and... Ooh. Oh no! Marshall something or other. Yeah, it's Marshall advantage. What was uh, the grand total that Jackson dealt? Uh, a lot. He dealt thirty-two. Oh my! He dealt thirty-two Lord. damage in that surprise round. And the thing isn't dead. Yeah, that's right. It's looking pretty woozy though. Uh, and now it's Jacko's turn again. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. 
The surprise um, round was just Jackson, and now it's the initiative count. That guy rolled 21, then there's Jody on 11, and then everyone else is sub 11. Like, what a garbage, what a garbage fucking round. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought when I rolled I'm 11, just, I was like, ah, oh, well, it's, it's, it, I guess I'll have to take a few hits, but uh, that's fun. I'm just trying to lower the bell curve to make Jackson feel special, you know? Yeah, it's true. He needs to feel special. Hey, I don't see him much I feel very, I feel anymore, very special. and I just want to do nice things for him. All right, Jacko, make, right. make some attacks. Yeah, this copper rod swinging right back in his face. Yeah, uh, that one is an eighteen to hit. It does. Oh, uh, that's max damage. So that's eight okay. plus five, okay. thirteen. He's he's dead. You cave in his head with one stroke of this thing. Have any of you guys Wonderful. ever met someone called Max Damage? Because that'd be wow. Max Damage <laughs> is a cool name. Wow, yeah, Max dude. Damage is a cool name. <laughs> Hang on, I'm writing that down for my yeah. next. Campaign. Hey, I'm writing it down as well. I'm writing Max it down. Is... My next my next play. Everybody, <laughs> Max Damage walks onto the stage. I then want to roll up to the other Hobgoblin, Ben. Yeah, yeah, do for it. Go, go with advantage yeah. because he's still on the ground. He hasn't had a turn yet. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm going to use um, Stunning Strike. This is the green boy. Go on. Now I know how it feels when I just use all of my abilities. Yeah, we've got you two still just sitting in the tube doing nothing while Jody's cleaning house. <laughs> no, I so that's, uh, jumped out. That's, uh, that's 27 to hit. And then... 10 damage, and can he, can he take a con save? He can, and he will. And that con save is 22. Fuck. Okay, never mind. Sorry, uh, I'm just going to punch him in the head. I'm just going to punch him in the head. Hey. Proceed. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. <laughs> That's uh, great, dude. <laughs> 15? 15 to hit? Unfortunately, no. Running out of RPO. Cool. I'm, I'm going to use... Actually, yeah, that, that's cool. Yep, great. That's my turn. Okay, fantastic. So Jacko has... Or, or Jody has... Murdered one of these hobgoblins and d- dealt some damage to the other one. Now we're moving over to Drazilia, who uh, I'm going to say you like got to the door but fell down, and then when the thing stopped, you like hit the front of the ship, and that's why you took damage. I'm so, next with my four. Yeah, exactly. It's the, oh no 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 shit. Sorry, it's the other hobgoblin yeah, that okay. Jody's fighting. Thanks, <laughs> yeah, thanks for reminding me. So he takes two long uh, great sword attacks at you. Both are going to hit. That's a twenty-two and a twenty-three. Um, oh no! Which means you are going to take Jody. I'm sorry. Uh, Nine and then uh, thirteen more piercing damage. <laughs> okay. Um, How you doing on hit points, there, my friend? I mean, you can count them on one hand if that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as if this encounter wasn't built for one person. <laughs> yes, maybe. How funny would it be if you know your audio got botched? We had to yeah. do it all again and we then change it up. Die. And die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, because my audio stopped working after 15 minutes last time, so maybe this time I'll just be dead after the 15 minutes. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, the yeah. Show. Like, oh, cool. It's great. like a Final Move Fantasy on. sort of thing. Like the fate has to be reached. Oh, yeah. Wow. All right. Is it me? Yeah. It sure is crazy. You can clamber out of this tube. <laughs> you, know yeah. you could do. You could just randomly fireball Jackson just to really <laughs> just to nuke him like I'm yeah. just to make the yeah. prophecy come really put true. me in the dirt you've, you've given you've given <laughs> my name to Esme you've like hit me with a fireball like yeah. Druzzy's just really fucking Jody I think Druzzy is a bit concussed oh you know what don't She's fucking fire bit... me <laughs> <laughs> she's feeling a bit woozy and I think she gets overconfident when she's not in her right mind. Okay. She's going to cloud of daggers this goblin. <laughs> okay, so centred on the goblin, the cloud of daggers. Uh, how wide is the radius on that? I'm wondering if that's going to hit Jody. It's, fi- uh, <laughs> it's um, five feet. Okay, okay, it's fine then. So it's just going to hit this goblin. So yep. all these magical daggers appear. What, he needs to make a deck save? No, I think it's he just takes damage on his next turn. Yeah. It'll also be now. You fill the air with spinning daggers, keep five feet, uh, centred a point. 
Creature takes 44 slashing damage when it enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there. So, yes, now and on his turn. Okay, great. Go ahead and... And there's no save. That's yeah. my intervention no of that no. wording. There's no deck save or anything. Fuck me. Okay, go ahead and roll the damage. Seven damage. Seven damage. Okay, so these daggers, you see, you know, death by a million cuts happening in front of you, Jody. This fucking, like, these tiny little slices are just hacking off hunks and chunks of, uh, of this hobgoblin boy right in front of you. And he's now looking like he's taking some damage between those daggers and the other shit. Now it's Duncan. Hey! It's your boy. It's Donkey Khan. Okay, I'm gonna... I'm gonna... I'm gonna clean house. All right. What are we looking at? We got a green boy. We got an orange boy. The orange boy's dead. Orange it's boy's boy. dead. Oh wow! Fuck! I missed that. Yeah, I you really missed did, it. Did you take a punch. Just sat in the thing like shaking yeah, while yeah. Jody killed a guy. Um, I wasn't shaking. <laughs> I was just dusting myself off. Jody's yeah. covered in orange blood. Yeah. <laughs> I, I come out. Jody's just swimming in orange juice. I don't uh, know where he got it, <laughs> but it makes me feel like a continental breakfast. Okay. I I approach swiftly as I can. On your tiny little legs. On my yeah. tiny little dwarven legs. You can get there. I, I march right up to Green Boy, and I'm like, guess what? You're about to become a cucumber sandwich. And I start slicing. Oh, nice. So he's inside a sphere of daggers, and now he's taking more slicing damage. Go ahead. Yeah. Make some attack rolls, my friend. So, how's, this, how's the AC been, Jackson? You had any difficulty with them? Um, so I got, got got him on 18, missed him with a 15. Hey, rather than metagaming, like how about I tell you he's wearing half-plate armor? Cool. Okay. Being a sensible military mind, mm-hmm. I'm not going to power attack the okay. half-plate armor, because I just want to make sure... Getting some contact, getting some cuts. And that Jody doesn't die. <laughs> and that Jody doesn't die, that too, that too. <laughs> so, first attack, coming in hot. That is going to be something like 23 or yep, like. that'll do it. And that is coming in with my great sword weapon damage. And you know what? I am going to use my menace maneuver. Oh, so he now has to attack now you? Now he has to attack Okay, me. well, he has to be the, the save, right? But go ahead. And, yeah, go ahead that's kind of my, I'm like... Don't you go near my boy, Jody. My sweet son. But actually, yeah. I would probably say that in Duncan's voice, which, yeah. if I recall, it's something more like, Don't you go near my boy, Jody. Yeah, that's it, dude. You've hit it. You know that new sound you've been looking for? <laughs> so, he takes 12 plus 5, 17 damage. Nice. On that one. Whoa, he's looking rough. And then I'm going to, obviously, use extra attack, which just happens. Uh-huh. Great. Yeah, sure. Oh, that's a that's a tasty little one. Oh boy, a critical miss! A critical miss. I love say it that again, that to Mike. Oh, sorry. Oh boy, a critical miss! Yeah, a critical miss. I love it when that happens. <laughs> so we should put all of that audio. Yeah, it's just, a, it's just a really hammer yeah. underground hog day vibe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cold outside. It's always cold outside. <laughs> Maybe it's cold outside. Um, What's that first step? It's a doozy. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good impression. Thank you. I, I pride myself on my Ned Ryerson impression. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? He's too close to death. I'm not okay. fucking around. I'm going to use Action Surge. Oh, shit. I know I menaced the dude, but I just got to put him in the ground. I okay. can't have Jody killed on my watch. Yeah, on his sub five hit points. <laughs> Given that one of my bonds is I would lay down my life, my battle brothers. Oh, nice. Instead, I'm oh. just going to lay down one of my once a day powers. Once for rest powers, even. Yeah, once for short rest. This is brilliant. Yeah. Not that much of a sacrifice, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a tiny little sacrifice, all for Jody. That's 11. What is, um, it? is that all up 11? Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. And then my second attack with that one. Oh. oh. That's, that's the worst. That's a 10. Oh. 
shit. Wow, okay, well there you go. I guess uh, Dukan fails. Yeah. Fortunately for Jody, it's Jody's turn before it's this hobgoblin's turn again. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna like attack him with my concussive rod, so here comes one attack. Ooh, 17. 17 is his AC, which I believe means you hit. Go ahead. Oh, thank God. Okay. Uh, fuck yeah, so that's 13 damage. That's okay, damage. okay, yeah. Don't even don't even trip on rolling any more dice, buddy. <laughs> you cave this head in as well. The, the rod comes around from the other side. Swiftly, you, you feel the bones in the face of this goblin shatter underneath it. And, uh, yeah, you see, like, his face. It's like, imagine it in slow motion, you know, in, like, boxing. When they do the, like, slow motion punch and you can oh, see... Oh, dude, like, boxing? The, Hell yeah. yeah. You can see when, the face When, when they jellies. use slow motion punches in boxing? Fuck yeah, yeah. I love that style. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You're a martial arts master. Yeah, so yeah. he's dead. You've done it. You've I just looked it up. Menace doesn't even mean he can only attack me. It, just extra damage? Um, so it's extra damage, and then he has to take a will save, and yep. if he fails, he's frightened of me. Oh, cool. So, oh, so it would be like goading strike or something that would mean he could only attack you. Um, yeah. I have to pee. Grace has to pee, so that's going to be on mic now. Hold tight. Hey guys, it's me, your friendly Dungeon Master, just checking in in the middle of the show. Thanks as always for tuning in, and yet again, our sincere apologies for being a week late. We really hate letting you down like that, but as I said in the update last week, we'll have another new episode for you next week to get back on track. As promised, if you go check out our website, curionetwork.com, or the Twitter at HGWLaid, or Facebook at Curio Network, you can see a map of Carthus with some key locations marked as drawn by our very own Thomas Owen. He's a way better artist than I am, so he did it, and he did an amazing job drawing the map, so go check that out. In other news, this week's shout-out is for Brock McDonald for hitting us up on Facebook. It's always nice to hear from you all. If you want a shout-out of your own, go ahead and tweet or Facebook at or about us. It's really helpful to spread the word. Or you can leave us a rating or review on iTunes or whatever you use to get your podcasts. That's way more helpful than you can imagine. Anyway, I won't take up any more of your time. Sorry again. We'll be back next week. Enjoy the rest of the show. Well, I think Jody just tries to wash off some hobgoblin blood. Yeah, you're in spider goo oh. and now hobgoblin goo. You're covered in all kinds I of goo. Just, I just bought these clothes. <laughs> <laughs> what? He just bought these clothes and now they're covered uh-huh. in two different kinds of awful goo. So much goo, so oh, little time. No. Although light dissolves like, right? So that, that that's actually probably, if anything, it's yeah, helpful. Yeah, that's true. The one goo dissolves the other goo. I mean, all things are, are born of and return to goo at some point. Ashes to ashes, goo to goo. Yeah. Never said. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, God, I was drinking. I That was, oof, dangerous. Hey, you know what's um, really funny? It's from where I'm sitting, whenever tea's rolling, dice... Uh, it looks like he's jerking off. <laughs> his, his hands like under the table, and he's like. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a cold open for him. Actually, I went and saw a, a live roleplay D and D. Actually, maybe it was scripted with my parents once, and they were like, "Yeah, Dungeons and Dragons, awesome family fun." And there were so many jokes about like mm. rolling dice being akin to. Mm. I think that's why I enjoy the game so much. Yeah. Just to exercise those muscles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the point of developing them otherwise. Warm up. Yeah, yeah. Are we recording an episode? Let's do it. Yeah, can we please? <laughs> please. Okay, so you've slain the... Ho-
Why did you say that and then interrupt me? I'd be like, hey, let's go. Wait for me to start speaking and then cut me off mid-sentence. Was that just so you could finish? Like, what was the, what was the point in that? <laughs> oh, no. So you've killed the cob goblins that were before you, and now you're standing in this cave that I described to now, you. Now, Ben, in the last I'm episode. sorry. Did, did you say the cob goblins? I wish I just believe these are some sort of corn based goblins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, everything's on a cob. Rick and Molly. Ah. I'm just a hungry crow. Hey, nice. Okay, so here we are. You're standing in the cave that I described to you at the end of the previous episode, and it's sort of like it's like a naturally occurring cave structure. It's sort of like rough sort of roughly circular there's like the wall that you guys have smashed through in the tube which like you recognize like had a door in it but you've like smashed that part of the wall down there's like a sort of roughly circular channel heading up diagonally upwards on the far side of the room from where you smashed in and then there's two doors one off on the left and one off on the right let's go left mm. you want to go in the left door all right Okay, great. Yeah, so should you, we like yeah. stitch up um Jody's wounds or Oh yeah, fuck. I'm a Oh. Do you have any potions? I've got one greater healing potion. I think I, I mean, started with Sank Side. Just in case anyone forgot we were Australian. A little sidearm. A little Sanky Cedar. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I have, I, have two, I have two Sanctuary Cider. I could I could probably I could probably b- uh, burn a sanctu- Sanctuary Cider, I guess. You probably don't want to short rest in this cave that is literally yeah, yeah, yeah. goblin corpses. The corpses of goblins. Yeah. That said, we've lived this once before and we know it's safe to... No, you're ruining the magic. Uh, hey, you don't need to ruin anything because I've already told you and you've already literally experienced it's different. <laughs> it's different today. I know, I'm just making jokes. There was no hobgoblin fight the last time we did this episode. That's true, there wasn't. Yeah, you don't wasn't know. this time either, though. You don't we just know had a hobgoblin the... fight instead. Yeah. You don't know what the fuck's coming. You don't know what's through these doors. Hobgoblin is just like way too close to cock goblin. Okay. Oh, Jackson, oh, what shit. were you saying? That reminds me, no, sorry, before we do, we have to acknowledge the funniest joke I've ever made, which will never be on the podcast again, which was how I learned to stop worrying and love my granddad's cock. <sighs> it was like the, the crowning jewel of the last episode. <laughs> oh, no. Um, what was the lead up? What was the preamble? Uh, oh, don't, don't worry. It's all, it's all, it's all in the, oh. the black tapes. Um, we'll talk about oh, it we should, They need to know. This no, episode should include just, like random snippets at the end from... Yeah, the, I've got the audio. I'll oh, just chug weird. in like yeah. random bits. Yeah. Yeah, with but no like, Jackson. A, a, best, a best of your own jokes, Ben, as like DM. You're like, yeah, here's, here's a few tasters from me, the DM. Here's the juicy Miss Oh, That is sad. Uh, I'm going to smash a Sanctuary Cider and then roll some dice to heal. So Nice, nice, nice. Do I, it. Yeah, can I, can I walk and do Eat. that? Is it, just, is it just like drinking in a little prayer? Yeah, yeah it's just drinking, drinking right. as you walk around. So, right, go, so we'll go, go left. You're going to go to the left door. Yeah, they're the same, right? Let's do it. Yeah, Let's go to the left door. The same. So you go to the door on the left and you try to open it, but it's locked. I didn't see that coming, did you, T? Mister, I've been in this cave before. (laughs) Don't worry, I've got a solution for it. I whip out a hand axe and start cutting it down. (laughs) Okay, you want to start trying to cut the door? Well, Dukan Dukan does that. I'm going to try the other door. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Juzzy walks over to the other door. Yeah, oh, it's important to note, by the way, uh, that the, the, the tube that you guys came in through is sitting on the ground, kind of like crumpled, and you can feel it sort of weakly vibrating. The front of it's caved in a little bit, but it's not really hovering. So it's almost as if smashing into two walls in rapid succession is not what it was designed for. What? <laughs> Here's a new idea for an episode title, and the tube you rode in on. That's pretty funny, actually. Okay, so Grace is heading over to the door on the right, which is unlocked. Oh. She walks Ooh. She walks in. Druzzy, I should say, walks in. Uh, yep, I'll swing it open and just have a cursory look for traps. Okay, go ahead and take a perception check for me. Oh, no. No, not a good one? No, six. Okay, that's fine. Uh, so How many fours have you rolled today? 
Oh my god! <gasps> Has it been every roll? <gasps> Another four. Um, so. Oh man! It's been every roll with the D20. Hey guys, don't tell Grace for how long do you reckon before she realizes we swapped her dice out? With four dice? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's four dice. Yeah. Oh, you got how those four dice. I'm going to notice that there's fours on every side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so in this room with your four, mm-hmm. you see what appears to be a barracks-type structure. There's like eight bunks on either side of the room, or eight beds, I should say. They look like they've been recently slept in. Let's put it that way. Um, okay. Jodes, what are you doing? Do you want to come into this room with me? Yeah, I'm feeling rejuvenated. Uh, I'll, I'll come check it out. How okay. did you go on your rolls? Good. I used uh, all of my hit die because I had, you know, like uh, more than 40 hit points to try and get back. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on uh, I'm on 45 now. So pretty good. Great. Go ahead and, and do a perception check for me if you're looking around this room with Gracie. Uh, okay. I should say Drazzy. Drazzy. 13 plus my perception of 6, 19. Okay, that's pretty good. So I'm going to say, uh, searching through this room, you see there's like little like sort of trunks next to each of the beds and you're able to pour through them and pull out like a few items of value that just are sort of things like uh, gold and silver cups, little bits of stolen jewellery and uh, I'm going to say that amounts to, what was your roll? 19? Mm-hmm. That amounts to 450 gold pieces Ooh. worth of stuff between Ooh. all these bunk Hello. beds because that was a good roll. Are we looking at uh, what, 150 each then? Yeah, that sounds about right to me. So you've you found some gold, and here we are. Or rather some shit that's worth gold, I should say. It's not actual money yet. You're going to have to try yeah. and trade it or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, that's the value. You said it's not actual money yet. I had this weird impression of us, like, turning it into yeah, money. Yeah, minting coins. <laughs> like, taking the gold and yeah. silver goblets and, like, melting them yeah. down. It's not currency. money. Yeah. Yes. Making your own currency with Duncan's face <laughs> on it. <laughs> Welcome to Duncania. We've got our own <laughs> currency. Duncan, we trust. It's basically the Hot River Province of Garbage. It's called Ducats. Ducats. Oh, that's good, dude. Because it's like a DK. Yeah. Duncan, how you going with that door? I'm about to tell you. <laughs> roll an attack check. roll yeah. here for you. Attack roll on the door. Give me. Get, get, get the DM's guide and check out the hardness and shit. I'm coming in with a hot and heavy attack roll. Okay, great. 19 plus 8 is 27 to hit. Okay, that's going to hit, I'm going to say. And that deals... Well, I get to reroll that one. Six... Uh, it's ten damage on that attack. Okay. And I get another one. Uh-huh. That's 24 yeah, that, to hit. that hits the door also. It's just a wooden door. A little iron banding. Five and nine. None of the nine damage. Hey, great news, dipshit. You break through this door, but then the crossbow that was rigged up to uh, prevent tampering <laughs> shoots you on the other side of the door, and you take seven piercing damage. The crossbow bolt whacks into you, you fucker. I'll teach you for trying to break down my doors, you piece of shit. <laughs> there you go. Seven, was it? Yeah, yeah, but you've successfully broken through the door. Now you can see, on the other side, an elaborate mechanism holding a crossbow connected to the door with, like, pressure plates to, to detect tampering but beyond it there's a corridor extending down to a like well-lit chamber oh i guess then i will given that that transpired in the six seconds when they were searching the room and yeah. then drazi was like so they probably hear like i guess because did you shout out like hey Duncan, yeah. you i guess i'll reply just being like oh i got the door open yeah come have a look Okay, right. so do you guys do that? I was actually going to say, should we investigate the beds and like the, the barracks here to see if there's like a key or something? But I guess there's no point doing that now. Well, there could be a, another door <laughs> somewhere else. 
Yeah, well, like, so we've already... done a perception check. Is it worth, like, is, is it all, like, sort of found, essentially, and there's nothing else here? I mean, I was kind of just using your perception as your investigation yeah, type yeah. search role because you guys are shit at that. So that's, that's, that's very that, kind of you to do that. That was your, that was your search of the room. Right. That's what it turned out. So we'll go... Oh, shit, hang on. Should we, should we get in touch with Garrick? Oh, yeah. Oh, he exists. Oh, he does. And you've even got stones designed explicitly to allow you to talk to him when he's not in the room. Kind of like this podcast. You can talk Aww. to Garrick. Do you guys want to take a, a break now to talk to Garrick? Is that the plan? Yeah. Um, Who's sending him a message and what does it say? Well, I feel like, Jody, you have the the ship, per se, as in like... You have the con? As in like, people ship Jody and Garrick. Right? Oh, yeah, right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay, of course, of course, of course. So maybe you should hit him up with like a sweet little love letter. Yeah, yeah cool. All right, all right. Like, well, then I miss like... your rod. It's better than my uh, copper rod. Or just a you up. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think Jody thinks anything is better than his copper rod. I think he's very fond of it. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll shoot Duncan. Uh, fucking uh, Garrick a message. What twenty five words? Shoot him a massage while you're at it. Hey. Uh, dear Garrick, hey. How are you? Hope the weather is most delightful. <laughs> okay, you're at, you're at 12 words. Jerry, get to the point. We think perhaps we have found something to do with the web. Beep me back. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much instantly you get a message from Garrick that says, let me figure this out. Jody, thank God. It's been a week since I've heard from you. Where have you been? Are the others with you? I am en route to Carthus City. Screw Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I think Jody is very immediately like, because uh, ev- everyone hears that, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a group chat we established. Oh, yeah. It's a Slack thread. So yeah, everyone hears Garrick say so... you've been gone. You've been out of contact with him for a week. That's the weird. last thing you recall of messaging Garrick was like pretty much yesterday in your perception of time. Uh, so something, something fucky is going on. Yeah, fuck. Um, okay. Uh, so just everyone did hear that. That was um, week uh, one one week. Yeah, I guess. The web shortens distances in, like... <gasps> oh, whoa. Not space. What, yeah, what's a, space. No, but, like, what's a... Space and time. Yeah, but they don't have that kind of concept. Yeah, but... No, you're hitting on the right kind of yeah, things yeah, here. Yeah. Take it home, Gracie. Take it home for me. Yeah, they have... Um, it's shortened in terms of space as well, so it must be time. Like, you jump ahead. Is, so. is fucking Drazilia figuring out general relativity? Is that what's going yeah, on? Yeah, Drazilia's got a whiteboard. She's just grown an Einstein mustache. E <laughs> equals MC webbed. <laughs> I was honestly really? so excited to see how you're going to stick that landing to you. Yeah, you really brought it over there too. Gold, gold medal in the spirit of the Olympics, dude. You've done it. I yeah, get on that, get on that come podium. Up with the goods in the last minute. Yeah, how didn't we theme this episode Olympics? Oh. How did we miss that one? Didn't oh, you yeah, see all the nice. all the tucking and rolling and diving I did? Yeah, I did also talk about ice dancing at one point. Um, anyway, all right, yeah. we don't have time to talk about. This I'm really good at sweeping floor. Whole... Shut up, John Khan. We don't have time to talk about this whole weak thing right now. <laughs> we need to get out of this cave before the goblins come. So, <laughs> so let's let's search and move out. Honestly, oh, wow. it's Look. like I am the military commander around. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm doing everyone else's work for them. Yeah, wow. Oh my okay, goodness, uh, what's happened? Two- Two things, two things. Um, this is a bad ex of some sort. Perhaps it is worthwhile 
actually investigating something here first for like for like one second. That's all I'm saying. Like one second. Number two. Does anybody perhaps want to buzz back Gallic and let them know that they're also here as well, and maybe the, the rest of us can start investigating what's going on here? I mean, we're gonna get two a day. And I, and I have used one of mine, correct? Yes, I'm, I'm really glad you're following, Rosilia. Well, one of you can use yours, but... Uh... They're literally only useful to talk to each other. Like, what are you saving this resource for? It know. doesn't okay. matter which one of you know. uses the thing. Well, it, it does, it does, no, it does actually make if sense if make any of us I, separated, yeah. I will use one of mine. Right, so we've clearly come out of the web into this specific point... And if my calculations were correct, <laughs> based on the um, the spell that I cast, and I'm going to say it probably was correct, um, this should be like a point in our reality that is connected with there. So there must be some trace around here of the Cine. So we should have a look. So Man, do you want to you have, like, you have lost Jody? <laughs> yeah, he's impressed, but well, like that is going over his head. Right? <laughs> yeah. I think Duncan turns to Drusilla and says, like, I. Do you mind if I just, like, hit Garrick back first? <laughs> <laughs> just do two things at once. Yeah, we can split this up. You can beat Garrick back while Druzzy goes and investigates uh, trying to find some Cine shit. Mm. So I'm going to say, pretty naturally, you can head over to the room you teleported into before you broke down a wall. And looking around in there, you do indeed see one of these big obelisks. It's like a dark room and it appears well-cut, like well-manufactured, like smooth-cut stone. It's cylindrical. It had a, a door on it with a wall. You barge down that you would chew it when your tube teleported through to occupy that small space that just contains the obelisk. And there's, yeah, very little else about the room that's interesting. It's an obelisk like the ones you've seen dark stone with a polished copper tip oh cool <laughs> I mean you found one of these waypoints again should we look around the rest of the cavern yeah as far as I see you've got the door that Duncan broke down hang on a second guys is cave short for cavern whoa hang on man what is Dude, okay wow. is there is there a distinct possibility that Drazilia bumped her head and this concussion has given <laughs> her like some sort of boost to her intelligence because she's just like bursting with revelations at the moment yeah okay unfortunately here's the answer for you from the National Caves Association <laughs> A cavern is a specific type of cave oh. naturally formed in soluble rock with the ability to grow spiliotherms 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 so a related word, but not a... Yeah. yeah. Well, no, but to be fair, it's still possible that cave etymologically is short for cave. Maybe, T, but what we should focus on right now is what you're doing about this cave that you... Because the scientific distinction will have come later. Okay. Do yeah. You want, yeah uh, Duncan says to Garrick, we're all safe and together. That's beautiful. Don't know where. We'll try to meet you in Carthus. We'll update with more information about our location soon. Great. Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) You pretty much immediately get a beat back that says, headed to Forest's Edge. Lots of people looking for us on the road. Kipfler arranged secret passage to guard the city. Can do same for you. Oh, Kipfler the potato. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes, I believe we had that on the podcast at some point. That's Hasselback's cousin Kip Fluff. Yeah, we did. Both being potato related words. Yeah, yeah um, just, I can't believe Hasselback is a potato. Yeah, it's not a potato. It's a, it's a style of cooking potatoes. But yeah, so Gary's just told you that he went to Forest Edge. There's lots of people looking for you on the road, and that Kip Fluff arranged like a like a sneaky secret passage for him to come up this, and can do the same for you. So that's what you just heard. And uh, now Garrick's out of sendings, but you guys still have four, I believe, dispersed between you. So okay. you could message him, but he can't reply. Uh, so let's let's search the cave, old cabin. Mm, great. Okay. So which which part which of it? Just the first half of the cabin. Um, okay. Well, let's search the goblin bodies and see who okay. they are. Take some perception checks, y'all. Let's check their cavities. Yeah. I think Drozzy really likes being in command. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, wow. Maybe the bum to the head has changed yeah. her personality. Yeah, she seems very, oh, I mean, very She's always assertive. been bossy. Go on, give me those. She just used to give less of a shit. Yeah. So she just wouldn't say much. So this is minus one, right? Yeah. No, perception. Perception should be wisdom or whatever. Oh, perception. Um, it's uh, nice. 20, 20 for your boy. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, got that plus six perception, for me. baby. 18 for you, Gracie. Okay. All right, with those rolls, I'm just going to say, you guys managed to sort of pour through the corpses of these goblins, and you would probably find that there's, like, two distinct types of dead goblin, as far as you can see. There's the ones that you killed, two of who are now goo smushed against a wall, and two of who are dead on the ground. And then there's these other, like, 12 or so who were dead before, and they were the people being looked at by the other four. Of those, like, larger number of dead goblins that were already dead, you would note that they appear to have sustained injuries that aren't familiar to you as, like, traditional slashing injuries. In fact, I would say, given that you've all had some experience, you could probably see that they're mostly, like, burns and concussive damage, and maybe you might intuit magical injuries. And on the corpses of one of the two guys that you killed, you do in fact find a small key that's just like in one of his pockets. So yeah, I don't know why you didn't go looking for that sooner. Well, let me just break down this door rather than doing any investigation of the fucking dudes we just killed. Additionally, you probably find like an assortment of like weapons and armor that's in variable states of repair or disrepair, and like a few small trinkets on these bodies that are worth another 150 gold pieces. Nice. In, yeah, just like random loot that you can pull, like, you know, maybe a gem necklace or like a, a particularly well-prepared or well-taken-care-of longsword or some chain or something. Just on these on these dead goblins. They've got various shit. So we've got 200 each? Yeah, that, yeah. In, in loot. Which yeah. you'll, need to, you'll need to offload. All right, let's go down this um, booby-trapped corridor. Yeah. Nice. I've been waiting for this. You go first. <laughs> shield, shield at the ready? You don't have a shield, do you? Hey, you can pick up a shield if you wanted one. Oh. Great sword two-handed. Yeah, I know, but maybe in some situations you'd want to go shield and longsword or something. Don't own a longsword. Because you, you, you have blade mastery as well, hey? You could borrow one of my daggers. I do have Which blade works mastery. for all swords. You can also pick up one of the longswords off these goblins and just deduct 10 gold from the amount that you just got. I'm, I'm all good, cheers. All right, no fucking worries then. I don't want um, a shield, it's not how I roll. It's not Duncan's vibe. So... I've got my magic shield when I need it. It's okay, great. So Duncan heads on down this corridor with Jody and Drazilia in tow, and it's not long, maybe, you know, 10 metres or so, before you come to a small, really cosy-looking room. There's a desk, there's a plush chair behind it, there's a little metal chest off in the corner, Oh. and uh, there's uh, a series of tomes and scrolls on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> Zelda open yeah. chest noise. Yeah, nice. All right, so what do you do? You're in this little room now. I want to open the chest. You want to open the chest? Yeah. It's locked. Maybe hit it with your... your uh, I try the key that you had. 
You just slot the key right in the lock on the front? Yep. Okay. You slot the key in, you open the chest, and some darts spring out of a compartment <laughs> the top of the chest, and you take six piercing damage from oh, these darts. I can get shot all day. <laughs> <laughs> really penalizing not doing any looking around today. These darts will kill you, man. I was looking around. I was looking in the chest. Yeah, okay. Nice. I will investigate the room. Okay, go ahead. Oh, it's a nat 20! Oh, fuck! Nat 20 investigation! Okay, also, shit. Here's, here's another great name. Max Danger, friends with Natalie 20. Oh, nice. that is good, yeah. Nice. That's pretty good. In this room, you find... Uh, I'm just going to fucking tell you everything, seeing as that nat 20. I mean, you, can, you literally can't roll better. So... You probably, after seeing Dukan get shot, so basically what happens when the chest opens, it like opens and there's a shallow little compartment. It's like a false bottom type deal, which has like spring-loaded darts in it that spring out and uh, shoot mm. Dukan. You can go over and like do a little bit of tooling around in the chest and you find there's a little- Are you telling me that I'm literally like at the chest opening it? Yeah. But like Drazi just like gets back to see what's in it. She gets her investigation check. You're still standing there. It's just you've been shot by Dallas. so ludicrous. You haven't opened your eyes, No, no, no. If you open your eyes, you see a false bottom with spring-loaded darts in it. That's what's in the chest as you unlocked it. It's then that Juzzy comes over and standing next to you does a little searching around on the chest and she finds a little panel, a little panel on the side that she can slide away revealing a second lock mechanism which the key slots into and opens and opens up the false bottom of the chest into the actual chest which contains (laughs) some cool shit. Next time I'm just going to hack the chest a fucking (laughs) piece. Maybe if you'd like looked around you could have found this secret locking mechanism I don't know so inside the chest there's some some cool shit you find what appears to be like a length of chain with a hook on the end and it feels if you were to pick it up and kind of run it through your hands any of you uh, sturdier than a regular thing of this description and, and what it is is it's a it's a like magical grappling hook that gives you plus two on climb checks like it doesn't shoot but you can throw it up onto something and then you can like scale stuff better you plus two to climb if you're using this magical grappling hook um Woo. Inside is also a pair of what appear to be like lenses, like glasses lenses, inside uh, like a leather like headband. And uh, I don't know, did somebody put it on? Didn't Link have a little grappling hook? Sure yeah, did. he has a long shot or a hook shot. Yeah. What's the bet that if I put these goggles on, they're going to shoot darts into my eyes? <laughs> <laughs> you, know you know what, I'm going to fucking... I'm gonna fucking search the goggles, man. <laughs> search the goggles. Goggle perception. Roll a ten. for <laughs> fourteen. They I don't find any darts in the goggles. You don't find any darts in the goggles. Well, hidden blades. No, there's no hidden traps as far as you can see. Tiny flamethrowers. <laughs> None of those. <laughs> Evil flesh-eating scarabs. Uh, one of those, but you, you squish it. Yeah. I put them on. You put them on. And all of a sudden, the light in the room seems way brighter. And, like, you can see better. And, like, maybe it's amplifying the light. Like, maybe these are night vision goggles. Oh, give them to Jodas. Yeah, so... Jodas operandi. Yeah. Bang these. Oh, fuck yeah. So that's to add to Jody's look. He's now got these sweet goggles on. Um, Now I have to change the picture I'm working on. So what are they, well, like, what are they, what are they, like, in terms of, like, how they're looking sort of thing? Because I'm imagining, like, I'd probably be, like, rocking them, like, like a headband, essentially, and then rocking them down when I need them. Is that the sort of vibe you see? Dude. You you know, you know the dude in Digimon? Yeah. The goggles. Uh, 
He wears on his oh, forehead. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. It totally looks like that. Oh, very um, good. A very cool look. That's not all you find, though. There's also a intricately carved silver bell that's like, at its base, it's maybe like eight centimeters in diameter. And then it's maybe like a similar kind of height. And it's like carved with these intricate designs and it's uh, encrusted with a few jewels, like some little amethysts. Should we bring it? Do you ring it? Go ahead and hit. I feel like it's going to summon a demon or some shit. <laughs> it's going to spit darts. <laughs> it's going to do something. <laughs> Does it sound like darts? <laughs> do, you, do you ring it? <laughs> I don't know shit. Does it sound like Wait, darts? Yeah, yeah. Can um, you please use a perception check or something, please? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna search it. Okay, do it. Oh, 11 all up. Is this going to be Dunkan for the next day? Just search yeah, everything? Just looks, like, just looks like a bell, really, to you? What do you reckon, guys? Should I ring it? Maybe, perhaps yeah. the um the magic user amongst us could have a little a study of it. Perhaps. Good idea. Let's stand outside, Jody. A little gander. <laughs> Go on. All right. I'm literally standing outside. The do room. I perceive anything with a seventeen? No, it just looks like a bell. I mean, the perception would tell you like it seems quite valuable. It's solid silver, and it's got these gems in it, and it's really well carved. It looks like an item of like. Substantial value, like something you might keep in a I chest like it. this. Uh, you ring it, and it makes a really nice, crisp A. You know, that classic 440 hertz? I think that's A. Let me check. I think it is. I think yeah. You're right. yeah, 440 sounds right, yeah. What do you know? Does the bell go, A? A. You got it a perfect 440 hertz. <laughs> Hang on, let me just make a noise, and then I can pitch shift it to 440. Boop! Yeah, that's just not what bells sound like. Yeah, but it, that's what this bell sounds like. It is a magical bell. Yeah. Uh, it actually plays a recording of our Dungeon hey. Master every time you ding <laughs> it. It plays yeah. me going, yeah! <laughs> every time you ring the bell. Yeah! That's not all you find in the chest. You also find uh, a, a nice little gold pendant. It's like, you know, a bit of jewellery with a little red gem in it. Ooh. Well, um... Look. I search it. <laughs> 17 this time. You don't find any traps. You boys have no use for jewellery. I put it on. Duncan puts it on. And I'll say this. This is what you guys would perceive about that. The moment Duncan puts it on, he just, like, seems more, like, cool. And, like, you, like, want to hang out with him. <sighs> and, like, maybe just, like, a little bit. Like, not a lot. But, like... He's like, he seems like, he's look, it looks good on him, man. And like, he's, yeah, he's, uh, if he said something to you now, you might be more inclined to believe it. He, uh, <laughs> he just looks like a cool on the level kind of guy. And, who's, uh, who's our charisma person? Seems probably like. Probably the sorcerer? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, probably guess, the sorcerer, right? <laughs> I guess I hand that straight off. Yeah, for, for your plan, um, the game mechanic of that is that this, this dashing, charming pendant grants the wearer plus one to non-combat charisma checks. Oh. So, like, not plus one to, like, spell attack or damage, but to, like, any persuasion or bluff or deception Well, maybe or somebody else should have it then, because I've already got plus four. You might mm-hmm. also think that you should have it to have plus five, and then, you know... You want to, you want right. to... Maximize. Mid-max. Yeah. Right, so nice. there you go. Uh, so you've got a sturdy grappling hook, which gives you plus two climb, this cool pendant, and the night vision goggles. Does anybody mind if I carry around the grappling hook, given I'm trained in athletics? I think perhaps it would be um, slightly unfair if any of us were to, were to take it from you. Like, like it's no, kind this of is mine too. Three things. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're still... We're I'm going to the hook shot. You can't stop me. Go for it. The hook throw. Anyway. The hook throw. We're, we're still looking at shit that Grace found with her Nat 20 investigation. Yes. So on the desk, among the tomes and scrolls, you find what appears to be a map huh. uh, of... An area. You don't know what area it is. Oh, but I thought you were going to say have Carthus, and then you can like, check it out on the Tweedo. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, there will be that too. It should be out by the time you're listening to this. But you can look at the map, and you, you can see that like on the right-hand side of the map, and there's like a little arrow pointing north, so I guess what you'd call east, 
there appears to be a forested area, a large forested area absorbing like quite a lot of the right hand side of the map. And then you There's can an see edge of the forest, perhaps. Well, it, it looks like an edge of a forest, but you can you can also see like some <laughs> some strange markings that you you don't quite know what they represent. Like there's a big square in one location, and then there's a few yeah, stars. There's a big square in our location. Yeah, nice. And then there's a few yeah. like, there's a few stars <laughs> arranged around the outside of the map also in sort of semi-random locations. There's also a book that you flip through and it's written in Goblin, so it probably doesn't mean anything to you, but you come across inside it some like what appear to be like sketches of farmhouses with like arrows and stuff like written on them and drawn on them in different locations. And uh, that's everything that you find in this little room. That that fancy bell, those magical shits, and uh, this book and this map. Magical shits? Ah. Uh, so that's how the bell makes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get out of this cave before the goblins come back. Okay, so you guys want to head back out into that main chamber and then... Up the chute. That chute that was like sloping upwards away from you. Up that goop chute. Which you intuit, of course, is heading back up to the surface from this subterranean cave. So, after travelling up this tube for a while... Are you guys just leaving the silver tube in there for now, by the way? I don't know what Uh, else we can do. If it's all blunted. It's also very conspicuous. (laughs) Yeah. Like if Garrick said that we're getting searched for. Um, All right. So you you head on out of the cave up onto ground level and you find yourself in a rather pleasant location. This like thing kind of emerges in a small sort of rocky, it's like a little hill. And then on the side, it's like a, you know, sort of steep rock face. And then at the bottom of it, there's this opening. It's not a big hill, just like a little sort of elevated bit of land with this channel cut down into it, into this little cave. Then there's like a creek running by in front of you. This little area, like this creek and this uh, sort of rocky bluff that you come out of is sort of sparsely populated with trees but it's not like the forest that you've been in before it might just you think be like a little bit of cover from what appears to be plains that surround you essentially on all sides uh, in every direction you look you can see there's like expanses of open plains and then there's just sort of like small dottings of little wooded tree areas there's like a campfire that you can see that has been sort of kicked over it's not currently operational it looks Weather like training guys Okay, so here you are. Uh, I would say if you look to the horizon and you sort of scan around along one of the horizons, you would see what appears to be a very long line of trees extending as far as you can see, like left or right. Uh, I think Duncan hurries over to the campfire to check if it's still hot. It's not. It's cold. All right, Jossie takes out her stone and sends, Garrick, we're coming for you. Oh, nice. End of message. Why not just be like... The old Jossie can't come to the standing stone right now. <laughs> Why not? Because she hit her head on a metal tube. <laughs> How to Win Loot and Influence Dragons is a production of the Curio Network and hosted by Thomas Owen, Grace Chapel, Ben McAllister, and Jackson Newsett. Editing by Ben McAllister. You can find details of all the music in the show notes. We've got other content on Curio, such as Odds and Ends, where Grace talks with people about the mementos they've kept and the stories behind them, or still interested, where we look at film and TV that has been rebooted or remade and try to figure out why they thought it was a good idea. Check it all out at curionetwork.com.